Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us if you would share with a friend or to rate and review our show. It makes a big difference. Well, today's the day that, that I've been waiting for for a long time. It's, a, it's an exciting day. And uh, it's not, not one that you would view as a good day. But it's the one that I've, I've known has been coming for a while. We've been kind of preparing for it. We've talked about it a little bit. But the stock market's starting to feel really weird right now. Between inflation and the Fed raising rates and Ukraine and supply chain issues and you fill in the blank, it's a weird time right now. And so today was the day I couldn't go anywhere or see anybody or do anything without somebody mentioning the stock market having a really bad time. I hop in my car, I turn on my, my Amazon daily briefings, stock market. I walk into a coffee shop and all I hear is stock market. And the people at the, at the counter at the coffee shop, stock market. And I meet with a client, stock market. I meet with another client, stock market. I come back to the office, uh, my business partner Cole and his wife Kate, stock market. It's, it's the topic. And today's the day, as of right now, the, the, the stock market has closed, and the stock market in one single day has lost more than 3.5%. Pretty insane, considering when we think about the stock market, and we always think to ourselves, the stock market, on average, should gain 8 to 10% a year. So if the stock market's supposed to gain 8 to 10% a year, and today alone it's down more than 3.5%, that's the definition of a pretty bad day. And people are freaking out. I'm in a meeting and my phone's going off and I get text after text after text of people a little bit antsy, a little bit anxious about what's going on. And the question that I get, I get this question often is, Travis, what do I do about it? What do we do about it? Do I need to sell? Do I need to go do something else? Do I need to X, Y, Z? And my answer is always the same. My answer is no, just stop and just be patient. Calm down a little bit. It, 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 when you see the numbers, it's, it feels a little uncomfortable. You log into your account if you want to, and you can see how much money did you lose in a single day or in a month or this year. This year has not been a good year. It'll freak you out, which is one of the reasons why I advocate not really thinking about it much and not looking at your account all the time. And Cole mentioned to me today, he said, Travis, I haven't worried about it at all because I know the big picture. I know the, the, the full story. He goes, I haven't lost sleep over it. I certainly haven't lost sleep over it. And, and I, I hope that's the takeaway. I hope that we can get you to a place or you're already at a place where you don't worry about it. Now, if you're investing in all kinds of, of different single stocks, yeah, you're probably right to be a little anxious because you don't know how that will play out. It might play out fine. It might play out fantastic. It might be a total disaster. But I know if you are invested broadly in the stock market, we have 150 years to tell us how this plays out. What will ultimately probably happen, or at least a sense for what will happen. So big picture, I don't think any of us should freak out at all. 
And people say, well, you need to buy the dip and now's a good time to buy. Well, yes and no. Yes, and yeah, when the stock market gets crushed, you know, it probably is a good time to buy. But no, in the sense that we shouldn't be waiting. We shouldn't be waiting to invest, waiting for just the right time, because we don't know when just the right time is. The only time we know when just the right time is, is years later, when we go back and we look at the benefit, with the benefit of hindsight, by looking at a chart, and you can see the bottom. We don't know when that is. We could have we hit a bottom today. Or we're not even close, but that's not important. What's important is we just continue to stay the the course. And what that means is when the stock market has a bad day, we're down 3.5% or a bad year, we've had seasons of our stock market where we've lost more than half of the value. The 2008, 2009, for example, I I believe the right number is the stock market lost 56% in that season. Like that's heavy. But if we stay the course, and by staying the course means we don't freak out, we don't let it rule our lives, we don't lose sleep over it, we don't sell anything. If you're investing through your 401k or you're investing into your IRAs or whatever you're doing, whatever, however you're investing or you're taxable, you just keep doing what you're doing. You don't significantly alter what you're doing. You just stay the course. And here's why. I've talked about this before in the past, but we have to, we have to understand the full context. Yes, the stock market over 150 plus years is up 9% a year. That's a fact. That's happened. We have the data. We should just publish it on our website so you can see it. But it's out there. And you can visually see over 150 plus years, the stock market is up 9% a year. But it's a rough 9%. It's not 9% every year. It can be up a ton. Last year, 2021, the stock market was up 28.5% in one year. That's great. We don't complain about that when it's great, but we do complain when it goes down. We complain when the stock market loses 20% in a year and that feels like the end of the world, but it's not. It all averages out. And that's where this long-term perspective matters. On any given year, we have no idea how the stock market's going to do. Any given year, month, week, day, we don't know. We just don't know. But I can tell you a few statistics. Over 150 plus years, we can, we can look at the math. You've lost money over a five-year period of time, 10% of the time. So you have a, historically speaking, you have a 10% chance of losing money over a five-year period of time. That's not a huge probability of losing money, but it's, it's, that, that means it's possible. It's certainly possible. And it's likely that it will happen multiple times in our lives. Over a 10-year period of time, you have a 2% chance of losing money. So if you had your money invested over any number of 10-year periods of time over the 150-year history, you have about a 2% chance of losing money. So, okay, great. So now we know you have a 1 in 10 chance of losing money over five years. That's, that feels a little bit risky. You have a 2% chance of losing money over a decade. Ooh, that's almost zero. That's, that's pretty good. But then here's where it gets interesting. Over a 15-year period of time, you have a 0% chance, historically speaking, of losing money. You could never find a 15-year period over the last 150-plus years where you lost money. That's the number I think about. I think about that a lot because through the lens of most of the viewers, 
most of our viewers are, are in a younger demographic, meaning you have a long, long time to invest. Let's just say you're 30 and you have your money in, in a traditional retirement account, a 401k, an IRA, a 403b. You can't even start taking that money for 30 plus years. If you are age 30, you have 30 years to wait before you can even start realistically taking money out. So the math works out really well in your favor. If you can't even touch the money for 30 years, and the stock market's never lost money even over a 15-year period of time. I can't remember the exact numbers off the top of my head because I just thought about mentioning this now, but over a 25, 30-year period of time, the lowest, the worst the stock market has done, I believe, is about 4.5% a year over a 25, 30-year window. So if you're 30 years old and you can't take your retirement money out for another 30 years anyway, historically speaking, the worst you could do is make 4 to 5% on your money a year. That's the worst you can do. That doesn't feel that risky. But in the ins and outs of the stock market, day to day, week to week, month to month, it feels very risky. It feels insane. If you were broadly invested in the stock market today, which I hope you were, the S&P 500 or total stock market index, whatever that looks like, if you were broadly invested in the stock market, you lost 3.5% of, of all your money invested in one day. Now, that, that number doesn't sound like a lot if, if, you're, just, if you're just thinking 3.5% doesn't sound like a lot, but you multiply that by whatever you have saved up. I mean, it, it can be a big number, especially as you get older and older. That's a meaningful number. And if you lose 3.5% on a single day when we're supposedly supposed to make 8 to 10% in a year, that will make people freak out. So my takeaway is this. Please don't freak out. There's no reason to freak out. When we decide to invest, we have to take the bad with the good. Because when we end up with a long-term 8 9%, whatever the number ends up being, some people argue maybe it'll be even less, 7%, whatever the number is, you have to take the good with the bad because you're never going to get 7, 8, 9%. That, that's just not the number you're going to see. That's not the, the, sticker, the sticker price you're going to see. It's going to be plus 28.5% in 2021, and it might be minus 15% in a year. We're going to have that, and you have to be okay with that. But part of being okay with it is to know that it's normal. We have to understand these things, they, they, they do happen. They've always happened before, and they will always happen in the future, and to be okay with that. And I think one of the wisest things we can do, if we're just patiently investing, whether that's a 401k or an IRA or whatever that is in your situation, one of the wisest things you can do is automate it, set the number you're going to invest every month, and just automate it. Let it happen. On the fifth of the month or whatever, it automatically goes in, and then the second thing we can do is don't open your account. Don't even look at it. There's no, there's no benefit for you logging on to your investment account to see how much money you made or lost. There's really no benefit. And, and people always ask me, well, Travis, how often do I need to look at it? Do I need to look at it once a week, once a month, once a quarter? 
honestly, for me, I probably look at it once every year. I don't, there's not a lot going on there. It, it just is what it is. I don't care what happens this month or this year. I care what it does for the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. That's what I care about. So I hope that helps. I hope it gives you a little perspective amongst the chaos and the news. You always know that things are weird when you can't go into a public place without people talking about the stock market. It's not usually a thing that you hear people talking about often. So when they do, it's like, okay, we're, we're venturing into weird territory because everybody's talking about it now. So I hope that helps. I hope that that gives you a little clarity. It gives you a little patience and, and calms the nerves a little bit. Because again, this isn't about money. We, we shouldn't be dwelling about money. We shouldn't be losing sleep. We should be leaning into the meaning because money's never really about money. It's always about something bigger. And when we dwell on the money, we dwell on the stock, stock market, it prevents us from focusing on what's truly important, which is not the money. Take care, guys. If you'd like to reach us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. We have a Facebook group just for the podcast where you can give feedback about episodes and suggest topics and engage with other listeners. We hope you would come and say hi. You can find the link in the show notes. You can find us on Instagram, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find us on our YouTube channel. And of course, you can find Meaning Over Money, which is our financial course for young adults, where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And if you do decide to buy a course, please do not pay full price. As our way of saying thank you, you can get 25% off by using the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25. But if you're not interested in that, that's okay. We're just glad that you're here. And we hope this podcast continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. Bye.